Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the land of bourbon and bad decisions. This is the Relentless Daring Podcast. I am your host, Howard Morgan, and here we are engaged in the relentless daring pursuit of truth, justice, and American jackassery. Um, I've got kind of a mixed bag of things for you today. Uh, crime in space. Space, space, space. Uh, look at what happens if you... Post pictures on social media of hunting African big game, and let's see what I have to look at. Look at my list here. Do, 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 do. And oh yes, celebrities gotta love celebrities. So yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun one. So uh, without further ado, let's get into it. All right, so one of the big things going on uh, here lately in the news is all the celebrities have been coming out and talking about you know, endorsing everyone who is not Donald Trump. No real shocker there. Um, celebrities are more than likely to identify as progressive or liberal if they're like deluding themselves. But and a lot of times they will go out of their way to not, you know, you know, step in it. Uh, there's plenty of celebrities out there. You can presume based off the opinions they espouse what side of the political spectrum they fall on. Then there's the ones who come right out and say it. The, the activist class, if you will. Well, during the uh, 2018 midterms, uh, pop star Taylor Swift decided right at the end of her tour that she was going to come out and endorse the guy who was running against uh, Marsha Blackburn in Tennessee for the Senate. And I respect her reasons for you know, staying hush on the issue. Uh, at the time, her mom was going through cancer treatments, and she really didn't want her to have to deal with the stress of, you know, being attacked because, oh my God, your daughter's a liberal, or whatever. Although, recently, her dad had to pull down a bunch of conservative memes, and I think he just straight up shut down his social media because, oh my God, he shared conservative memes. 
And so in that process, uh, she's really come out and just really dove straight into the left as, you know, well, I am pro-women's health and pro-choice because I believe the only way a woman can get by in this world is if she has the right to kill her own babies. No, you look like an idiot. Yeah. And she's not the only one. Um, was it Alyssa Milano? It, the the girl from Commando in 1980-whatever with Arnold Schwarzenegger. She came out and talking about, uh, if I hadn't had my two abortions way back in the 90s, I wouldn't be where I am today. Well, you know what? This is a little sidetrack. There's lots of people who had unplanned pregnancies. And they had the babies. And, and guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Between you and me. They're quite successful. But, I mean, that's just an aside. Getting back into the story, this is a Fox News story. Headline, Taylor Swift pledges to, quote, do everything I can for 2020 election. We're a democracy. No. No, we're not. We are not a democracy. We have never been a democracy. And I pray to God that we never become one. We are a republic. But anyways, old T-Swift, an interview, oh, it was The Guardian, she did this interview. The 29-year-old singer-songwriter spoke about her stance on abortion, how she thinks President Trump is tearing the country apart. I'm not going to let Donald Trump shoulder all the blame. The news media, stupid celebrities who think they know what they're talking about. You and me, the regular person who lets themselves get all worked up in a tissy over every little freaking thing that comes across the Facebook or the Twitter feeds. And, oh my God, did you see what so-and-so said about that? Oh God, I'm going to rip them apart. You know, it, it happens. You know, we're all equally guilty of tearing the country apart, whether we want to admit it or not. We all jump in our little outrage mobs and go out and raise hell about whoever said what. And, you know, go out there, we got to own those libs or whatever the liberals say about, you know, smashing the right. They're punching Nazis in the face, even if they're just presumed Nazis and no actual evidence of anyone, you know, worshiping the cult of. Uh, Zig Heil and all that garbage. But anyways, going back to the story, Taylor Swift in this interview said, quote, we're a democracy. At least we're supposed to be. We're allowed to disagree, dissent, debate. I really think that, you know, referring to Donald Trump, thinks this is an autocracy. And I was going to close that quote out. Um, first of all, 
It's not an autocracy. I don't think Trump thinks this is an autocracy. Granted, there's those who look at what he said the other day when talking about his trade war with China, and he raises his hands up and looks up to the sky and says, I'm the chosen one. And everyone lost their damn minds. As much as people would like to think that Donald Trump is A, a complete and total blithering idiot, a dotard, I believe is the uh, the word that was used by Kim Jong-un, a.k.a. Little Fat Bastard. But yeah, you have the Donald Trump who's the idiot. Oh my God, he said that he's the chosen one. He, he, he referenced that he was picked by God to fight China on the economic battlefield. How dare he? Oh my God, get over yourself. And then you have the people who think that he's just an evil, megalomaniacal. They, they, he would have to be a genius because he's just so evil and that's the reason why he's able to do all this evil stuff is because he's just so damn evil all the time. What is it? Is he a blithering idiot who couldn't find his way out of a wet paper bag with a baseball bat and written directions? Or is, you know, or is he Ernst Stavo Blofeld from the James Bond movies from the 60s and 70s, stroking his cat? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Yes, I know. It was Augustus Goldfinger who said that, and I know I'm mixing my Bond references. Leave me alone. It is 11 o'clock at night. I have, th- I have two additional teenage girls in my house, and they're driving me crazy. You would you would be going crazy too if you had all the girls. But anyways, I digress. But yeah. So T Swift thinks that we're yes. She thinks that Donald Trump thinks this is an autocracy. Because how dare he say I'm the chosen one what I say goes. Well, I hate to tell you, T-Swift, but the last guy who was in the office, you know, the guy who said, I have a phone and a pen and I'm not afraid to use them, but Donald Trump thinks we are an autocracy. Okay. We have candidates on the Democratic side who are threatening executive action that goes against the Second Amendment if Congress will not act within the first hundred days. But Donald Trump thinks that this is an autocracy and that he can decide who gets what rights when. What laws are just he's going to manifest? If this was an autocracy, I'm sorry, I'm pretty sure that we would be at a 14 percent 
a federal corporate tax rate and a, I don't know, a 15% across the board income, personal income tax rate if this was an autocracy. I don't know if Donald Trump would go down those, go down that low on those. But, you know, if this is an autocracy, he'd just say, and make it happen. Oh, oh, sorry, I'm having some sinus issues. The weather's been crazy here in Missouri lately, and so my sinuses don't know if it wants to be dealing with, you know, hot and muggy, need a scuba tank to go outside and do anything air, or if it's going to be cooler, drier air, so I'm all all stuffed up, stopped up upstairs, so, ooh, sorry. But yeah, it's like, this happens all the time, where celebrities, or everyone on the left, and it happens on the right, I'm not going to exclude this side of the aisle, because I... I would be remiss if I didn't call out the people that I agree with who ignore the crap Donald Trump says, ignore the crap that George Bush did, and point to Obama, or point to Clinton, or to any of the current field of 98,000 Democratic presidential hopefuls, and they call out their bullcrap but ignore everything else on the on our side. Uh, earlier this week, uh, one of the Koch brothers passed away. Was it, was it David Koch, I believe? Yeah, it was David Koch. He passed away. And, oh, the firestorm of hashtag Koch dead. And, oh, he was an evil conservative. That's it. I replied to some of these. I'm like, really? Huh? So, since when does being a progressive Republican who believes in things like, you know, open borders, for one, and some other progressive causes, I think think they've dumped a lot of money into Planned Parenthood and stuff. I, I really don't know. I know, I know there's there's progressive causes they also supported, but you know they supported progressive causes, but suddenly they're conservatives. No, 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 no. That's like saying John McCain or Jeff Flake were conservatives. No, 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 no. no. There's nothing conservative about them other than the fact that they throw money at Republicans because, in the grand scheme of things, they believe that the Republicans are more likely to get the things done that they want done than the Democrats. And so that's how the corporate world works when it comes to figuring out who that they're going to donate to. Donald Trump... One of the reasons why I wasn't sure about him in 2016, and honestly, I'm still not sure about him. One of the things that I was that kept me from what from being able to pull the lever for him was the fact that, well, to get things done, you have to donate to whoever's in power. If it's a Republican, you give them money and you grease the wheels through them. 
If it's Democrats, like 90% of offices held in New York City and the state, and at the state level and at the federal level of New York State, that means donating to Democrats. You do what you have to do. The ends justify the means. Hmm. Get a little salt of Linsky when it comes to figuring out who you're going to give money to. You know, and, and in all this interview, you know, Taylor Swift went on to talk about how, you know, we're supposed to be a democracy. And, you know, dissent and debate. But at the same time, we're supposed to have dissent and debate. But the, she can't believe this is happening. Referencing newly enacted laws restricting abortions in states like Alabama, Georgia, and Mississippi. Wait, we're supposed to have dissent and debate. Are we not allowed to have representation that decides, you know, we think life begins here. And so we're going to pass a law protecting life from this point forward. That, that seems reasonable. I mean, it was debated. It was discussed. It was voted on. It may have been a party-line vote. I mean, in, in Louisiana, they have a Democrat governor who he signed one of these heartbeat bills. <gasps> oh, my God. A Democrat parted ways from the rest of the party. Yeah, he's probably going to get primaried. I mean, he took his political life into his own hands in that decision. But good on him for actually having a backbone and taking a stand. That's freaking brilliant. But again, celebrities are so dumb. And, you know, and we have celebrities, well, you really don't hear a lot of stuff like this from celebrities on the right, because Hollywood, Nashville, wherever their seat of celebrity is at, they tends to lead you know, left. So if so, you know, you never really hear a whole lot from people like John Voigt. And when he does, it's huge. Everyone, and there's some people, people, um, Uncle Ted, the Nuge. He's he's the Donald Trump of of Republican celebrities. And he, he, he really needs to dial it back a lot. I mean, he once referred to, you know, you know he, carrying a gun on the ranch in case of coyotes and then referred to Democrats as coyotes and how you need to take coyotes out whenever possible. Yeah, buddy, um, you, you might want to tone the rhetoric back a I don't know a lot, but um, but yeah, Chris Pratt. You see stuff from him on occasion, 
Like when he's accepting awards in front of a bunch of kids and he just blurts out something Christian and conservative. And it's like, oh, it's so refreshing. I mean, but for the most part, you know, Republicans in Hollywood tend to stay quiet or else they're going to end up deplatformed like, uh, oh, doggone it. His name suddenly eludes me. Oh, and don't you just hate that when you're talking talking about something? I'm actually having to Google this right now. For conservative views. Yeah, I came and find his name. Doggone it. But yeah, it's, it's James Woods. There it is. Oh my God, that was... Ladies and gentlemen, that is a minute and 30 seconds of your time that you will never get back. And for that, I apologize. No, you look like an idiot. Yeah, I know. I know. Have a point. Have a point. If, you're, if you think you might possibly reference someone, know who you're going to reference in advance. That way you don't spend a minute and a half trying to find James Wood's name. Oi. Do you love what you hear on the Relentless Staring Podcast? Do you want to show the world your support for this podcast? This is Tyler from Relentless Daring, asking you to go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash relentlessdaring and check out our merchandise there. We have t-shirts, hoodies, hats, coffee cups, travel mugs. Go there, check it out, and use it to show the world your love of this podcast. And as always, stay relentless. All right, getting back into it. Um, so, I mentioned a crime in space, 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 space. Yeah, this is like a, a crazy story. It's like, I really, I haven't seen a whole lot of traction on it, but I yeah, that was worth talking about. Uh, so, this is an article that's uh, from The Blaze. Headline, Decorated NASA Astronaut Accused of Committing the First Ever Crime in Space. <sighs> oh yeah, I'm, folks, if you haven't noticed, I'm getting my money's worth out of this silly soundboard on my iPad. And uh, there's doors opening somewhere in the house. I don't know if you can hear it. But they're stalking me. Anyways, yeah, I know. I, folks, welcome to the way. Welcome to the way my mind works, where it's like, "Ooh, look, squirrel," and you guys just have to go with it. Anyways, is it's it's funny because it, the headline for this is you know the 
decorated NASA astronaut accused of committing first crime in first ever crime in space. And then the little tagline underneath it: "There is literally no precedent." So, uh, turns out uh, Anne McLean, a decorated NASA astronaut who has spent more than two hundred days in space, this is reading from the article, by the way. Now she stands accused of committing the first ever crime in space. Now, my question is, who has jurisdiction? I mean, if she's on the International Space Station, um, if she's in the Russian wing when she did her crime, does she get prosecuted by the Russians? Um, Is it not technically a crime at all because it was happened literally a hundred thousand miles outside of any jurisdiction is she prosecuted by the Americans because that's where her estranged spouse was these are little things you have to think about and you know it's definitely worth the thought so anyways reading back from the article uh McLean's estranged spouse, former Air Force intelligence officer, Summer Warden, has filed complaints with the Federal Trade Commission and NASA's Office of Inspector General accusing McLean of identity theft and improperly accessing her private financial information, the New York Times reported. The alleged crimes took place during McLean's recent six-month mission at the International Space Station. So this is where, like I said, you have the slight legal quandary of who gets jurisdiction, depending on what country's portion of the space station do they, are they the ones who can prosecute you? Because frankly, I wouldn't want the Russian side prosecuting me because I would end up in the gulag archipelago somewhere because, well, you know, Russians just kind of have a bad history of making people go away. And if the Singaporeans had their had had a section of the space station, which I'm sure it would be tiny, just like their little their little city state, you commit a crime while in their portion, you're going to get caned. That leaves the next question. Does a caning in space hurt as much as it does on Earth? Huh. This calls for science to figure out. So that means we need uh, we need to send Singaporean law enforcement into space with the bamboo canes and send them some criminals that they can beat the tar out of. And we'll find out, does it hurt more in space? Do you want to do it in space? I mean, I'd imagine getting beaten with a bamboo rod. There might be some blood. And I don't think you want the blood floating around the space station. It might get into the tiny cracks, crevices, and there's no telling what it could do. Anyways, I digress. Warden told the Times she learned McLean accessed her accounts because McLean had intimate knowledge of her spending. To confirm her suspicions, Warden had her bank locate computers that had accessed her account. 
One such access point came from a computer registered with NASA. Well, here's the thing. Now, if they were married at the time, most places, most states recognize, you know, marriage as one of those times where you can access each other's bank accounts because it's, you know, community property in the eyes of the law. I mean, were they estranged at the time? I mean, if they were estranged at the time, they were still technically married. And if some Joe in Michigan wins the lottery and his wife who had been separated from him for three years can successfully convince a judge that she is as entitled to half those earnings as if they had been living together in matrimonial bliss for the past 30 years. I mean, who's to say that this won't get thrown out? Because, well, you know, regardless if you live together or not, you're married and... She has as much a right to look into your stuff as you have a right to look into hers. Until that divorce goes through, yeah, you're kind of stuck with it. But anyways, uh, McCain, who returned to Earth on June 24th, denies any wrongdoing, although she admitted in a sworn interview last week that she did, that she did access the account from space. She... Uh, this is uh, McLean's lawyer, said, uh, Rusty Harden. He told the Times, quote, she strenuously denies that she did anything improper, end quote. And again, this is one of those things that you kind of have to take it with the grain of salt because really, you really just don't know. I'm, this is why we have due process, because let a prosecutor... Determine did a crime, is there enough evidence there to get a grand jury to say, yeah, we think a crime may have been committed, so we want to, so we want a jury to actually hear this out. You know, and then go and issue the indictment. Or is a grand jury going to go, wait, what? No, they were still legally married. Um, they can access each other's bank accounts all they want. If they want to gripe, moan about spending, uh, that's a, uh, you know, that's an interpersonal problem that should probably be worked out with. I don't know a therapist, a mediator, a counselor, somebody who can sit and go. You know what? Here's why they're. They're going to explain to you why they're concerned about your spending, and then you're going to explain back to them why you're spending so damn much money. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a dumb grunt. But um, you know, McLean and Harden are in the midst of a heated custody battle over their six-year-old son. I was conceived via in vitro fertilization carried by surrogate. I don't know why that piece... All right. Blaze author Chris Enlow. Was that piece really necessary? Who cares about how the child was conceived? The fact is they have a child. 
no one cares that the child was carried via surrogate. Are we, are we going to drag the surrogate into the middle of the story now? I, you mentioned her. Might as well. Anyways. Uh, going back to the article. Their divorce is set to be finalized in October. It's September. They still have at least 30 days. At least 30 days. Uh, NASA was reached for comment on all of it. And, yeah, well, we don't discuss personal or personnel matters. However, she did an outstanding job. And she's a candidate for a future ISS mission. Yippee. And... Again, this is one of those things where it's really going to come down to where everything is filed at. I mean, maybe they go to a state where individuals going into a marriage, they have a reasonable right to financial privacy. So if Bob wants to have a checking account separate from his wife, that is his prerogative, and he has no he has no you know, legal requirement to share with her that information. I don't know. I've been married for easy to carry the math minus three sixteen years. And all that time, we've had two running checking accounts. And guess what? Both our names are on those accounts. Because that's that's the way we were brought up is that, you know, you're married. Everything goes together, including your finances. And you start separating your finances, and you start calling into question, you know, expenditures especially if you slip in and you know look at what they're spending why does he spend thirty dollars at victoria's secret is she cheating on me and then you can't ask about it because then she knows you've been snooping through the finances oh my god he dropped six hundred dollars at bass pro shop did he go buy the cheapest AR-15? Is he going to kill everybody I know with it? Again, his finances are separate from hers. So, you know, she kind of freaks out as she sneaks into looking at his pocketbook and go and sees where he's spending his money at. But again, that's neither here nor there. It's just you know, my observations. But I honestly think this is one of those situations where it's not going to go anywhere because of the fact that, again, they're married and most places view bank accounts as joint property. So as long as they're legally married, unless they have a court order that says stay the heck out of it, they still have every right to go into those individual bank accounts and look. It's not pleasant, but it's just the way it is.
All right, so something that flared up over this weekend, and it's just so dumb it bears repeating. To quote the great Bill Ingvall, um, so years and years ago, a man went big game hunting in Africa. And he shot himself a nice bull elephant. The, I mean, you see this thing is got the great big long tusks, the big floppy ears. It's a beautiful animal. And he killed it. Oh boy. Because, well, hunting is bad. They killed the poor majestic elephant. Why? Yeah, well, here's the thing. The the hunting in Africa is not exactly what everyone thinks it is. It is incredibly expensive for a reason. When I say incredibly expensive, I mean prohibitively expensive. The people who go over and hunt big game in Africa are independently wealthy for some re- through some means or another. You know, these are you know, business owners, doctors, lawyers, people who inherited money, actors. Well, no, there's not many actors. Ted Nugent. You know, these are the people who hunt in Africa. And in this case, it's a business owner, the owner of Jimmy John's, home of the Freaky Fast Sandwich. No, this is not a paid endorsement, but I do love me some Jimmy John's. But, yeah, this is years and years ago, he went to Africa, and he shot a bull elephant. Killed it. Damn fine achievement, if I do say so myself. And the picture of him posing with the elephant, being all super excited, I had started making the rounds on Twitter yet again. With a Twitter user Brother Nature calling for an all-out boycott of Jimmy John's. Why for an old picture? And I'm going to get into, I'm going to explain the real reason why it irks me off. And think in the uh, in the details, I want to include the link to a YouTube video from uh, True TV and the show Adam Ruins Everything. Now. I understand. I've watched this show on multiple occasions. Adam Conover does, well, not necessarily him, but his researchers, they do have a tendency to miss things, to not pick up on certain themes while they're doing their research and they're helping Adam write the script for the show. I understand that. I also understand he probably has a certain ideological bent that shapes his worldview. And based on some of his episodes, I'm 
more than willing to bet that he tends to lean towards the uh, progressive side of the spectrum. Nothing wrong with that. And then I see his episode on big game hunting in Africa, and wow! Like I said, I'm going to include the link to that episode because, yeah, there's been stuff where he has been wrong. Uh, His takedown of the Electoral College is laughable, and not in the fact that, you know, it's on True TV and billed as a comedy show. That's not why it's laughable. It's just dumb. But, um, but now going into this, going into this scenario of big game hunting, he's really spot on. So, I am what they call a conservationist. I believe that, you know, as God gave mankind domain over all the animals of the air, the land, and the sea as well as dominion over the air, land, and sea itself or themselves. Wow. I'm totally trying to figure out grammar in my head right now. I've lost my mind. But, um, you know, as God gave us dominion over those realms, the sea, land, and air, and the, all the animals that inhabit them, I have no issue with hunting them. However, the conservationist in me understands that if you go and kill all the deer in a five square mile radius or a five five square mile area, you're going to have some severe ecologic outcomes because of it. And in the, like, I don't know, all 50 states of the Union, if you choose to hunt, you have to go on bended knee to the state government and request a permit. There's no guarantee that you'll get one because... Hunting is not considered an an unalienable right. It is a privilege. I can tell you it's a privilege because it happens all the time when a person gets convicted of poaching and they lose their privilege to hunt for anywhere from 12 months to life. Yeah, you kill enough deer out of season... They will take your hunting privileges for life. Good job. I appreciate that. More deer for me. But you know, you, you know, you pay the tax to the state, which you get a tag. Of course, now, like uh, the state of Missouri, you can get a digital tag. So you don't actually have to tag a deer. You don't have to take it to a check station, you know, where they write the number for the tag down and log it. You just do it online. Punch in the numbers for your tag and submit your check-in and boom. So much easier. You know, we have to leave deer camp if you don't have cell service. But in the events of what goes on with Africa, it's the same thing. 
except it's not state governments. It's not, you know, big S state. You know, it's not the nation that's selling the permits. It's villages. Because you'll have a village who their sole job is to maintain the the preserve. Some of these preserves are hundreds of thousands of acres. They're huge. And so they have, like I said, because they have to maintain the... Uh, maintain these preserves, they also have to maintain the ecological balance. So if they notice that they're starting to get too many bull elephants and, oh, that one over there, he's old. He's really not eating a whole lot. I don't think he's impregnated a female elephant in two and a half, three years. You know, they get elephants like that or... You know, lions who are becoming particularly aggressive towards people or, you know, going back to elephants, they've, you know, maybe attacked, you know, some of the uh, wardens while they're out, you know, checking on the different populations within the preserve. So there's a reason why they say, okay, we have too many bull elephants. We have too many cow elephants. So, here, here's the criteria we will put out to the guides. So, okay, so now you have a guy paying five to $10,000 for the privilege in Africa to hunt an elephant. Okay, so, so there's, well, I'll split the difference. I'll call it 7500 He spent $7,500 to that village because they're in charge of maintaining the ecologic balance of the preserve. And this elephant, they, they need it to go. So he flies over. He needs a guide to take him. So he probably pays another ten grand. So now he's out seventeen fifty or seventeen five hundred for his hunt. And the money he pays the guide as well as that ticket or the ticket, haha as well as that permit, that's money that goes back into the economy of that African village. And in turn, it can be used towards infrastructure for the village. It can be used, you know, in a plethora of ways to improve livelihoods in that village. They can, they can turn around, they can invest that in a way, in a business venture, to make more money off of hunters, Dang, who would have thought it? Money, actually doing good. So now he's dumped all this money into the village that's going to be used to improve the village in some way, shape, or form. And then he goes out and he takes the elephant. Well, we kind of have this rule in the United States about importing meats you know, that weren't processed through a government-regulated butcher or processing plant. So he really can't bring the whole elephant home or, 
He's going to, it's going to play hell trying to bring you the fake tusks because, oh, this thing had a beautiful set of tusks. They had to be six, seven feet long. And, you know, you obviously can't import the ivory. So the ivory from those tusks, that's going to get carved up and sold legally. Again, capitalism bringing more money into this village through the killing of an elephant. And then the meat is it's going to get butchered up. And it's going to be, you know, distributed somewhere. I'm, I'm going to assume, uh, you know, getting a little kind of welfare, but I, I do agree with it because, it, you know, I look at his charity because he's donating this food and it's going to go to the village and it's going to feed the entire village for a long time. Or it's going to be held and stored and divvied up to, you know, families. Maybe, maybe they tried running a crop that didn't take. Maybe that crop was rooted out by the elephant they just got killed. Who knows? But anyways, you know, so the meat, so you have food staying in the village. You have all of this money. Maybe the next village is going through a drought and it needs food because, you know, all of their, all of their uh, cattle dried up and died. We can go over here to uh, East African village and they have plenty of, they have plenty of meat from where that American killed the elephant. You know, it makes food available during hard times. And but everyone wants to blow uh, the owner of Jimmy John's out of the water because oh my god he killed a freaking elephant. And the same thing was it? There's that girl. She's a bow hunter, and she killed a lion with a freaking bow and arrow. No, no just stop. Let you ruminate on that one for a minute. She stalked a lion. Got within between 30 and 50 yards of a large, dangerous cat that could literally rip her face off. And she killed it with a bow and arrow. I'm sorry, but I... um. I, I'm calling for a ball check because she has got a bigger, shinier pair than I do to get that close to a lion and kill it with a bow and freaking arrow. Damn. But yeah, it's like it's people all over Facebook. I'm sure I haven't really seen on Facebook, Twitter for sure. Just ripping this guy apart because, oh my God, he Killed an elephant. Why, God, why? Well, I don't know, because he wanted to. He had the money. Maybe he maybe he understood where his money goes when he wants to hunt big game in Africa. 
which is something he says he hasn't done in almost four years, by the way. But just giving him, you know, the the possibility. But, you know, he has done all kinds of economic good at the cost of a single elephant. But there are those who say the elephant is worth more than any economic good. Forget people who are living in squalor. Forget the people who are living in poverty who's, you know, could see everything change with the uh, purchase of just the tag. Forget paying even the guide. But the left would rather see them suffer than lose one elephant under very, very strict, very, very, very controlled conditions. That's going to do it for this episode. Again, I want to thank you so very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to continue to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash relentlessdaring1, and you can join join up there. There's uh, multiple tiers for however you want to support. Anthony, thank you so very much for your monthly contribution. It is getting put to good use, I think, as long as I keep my wife out of that darn bank account. Uh, I set that up so she wouldn't know about it, but she gets into it all the time. Uh no, nah, I'm joking. But um no, really. But no, um thank you again. If you want to go go to Patreon and support this, it helps go into you know, production equipment. It helps go into uh hopefully trying to get the website going. I'm working on it. Uh if you go to the if you follow me on social media, go to on uh, Twitter you know, at real Tyler Morgan, uh, or at daring podcast, go there. And in my profile, there's the link to the webpage. There's really not a whole lot going on there right now, but the podcasts are available there. So if you want to listen to it on your computer and you don't want to have to dig out your phone or whatever that you've got subscribed on. Yeah. you're already on if you're already on twitter you know link over link over to the website again i hope to have i hope to have www.relentlessdaring.com up and running as an actual url soon again that depends on the support of people like you also Go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash relentless hyphen daring and buy merch there. Or if you're already going to the web or if you're already linking over to the website in my Twitter profile, guess what? You can link over to the page directly off of my web page. So go there. T-shirts, hoodies, 
coffee cups, travel mugs. If it's something that Spreadshirt makes, then I will gladly sell it. I will uh, right now. Um, again, I have the Truth Justice Jack Ashery design. I have the new Relentless Daring, the RD logo f- flag that's available. Uh, a couple people have already bought those, tweeted me pictures of them. That's freaking awesome. Thank you so very much. And if you're hearing a barking squirrel in the background, that's because, again, I mentioned there's a whole bunch of teenage girls in this house, and my wife's chihuahua is not very happy with them. I don't know why she cannot do anything to hurt them because she only weighs three pounds. Again, thank you for listening. Uh, it's your first time hearing it. Be sure to go to, if you're listening to it on iTunes, four things. Four, four simple things for listening on iTunes. Number one, smash that subscribe button. Get new, epi- get new episodes published weekly. Unless something comes up that keeps me from recording. But I will let you know on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Daring Podcast or at Real Tyler Morgan. Anyways, on iTunes, you smash that subscribe button. You rate it. You review it. That's two and three. And number four, the most important one, share it. Share it with a friend who, you know, you know maybe I want to hear someone discussing politics in a way that maybe, you know, they're not, they're not some smart, educated fool. They're a dumb fool like me. And they're, they think like a layman. Hey, share my podcast with them. Be sure to get the word out there because, again, I, I, I know none of y'all need me. Frankly, I don't need any of you. I do this because it's something I want to do. And the more y'all support me, the, the greater it is, the better I can make it. And, again, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, don't forget, this is also available not only on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, my gracious, gracious host over at podbean.com. Thank you for taking my money every month. That way I don't have to delete episodes. Again, uh, YouTube. Name a place that doesn't carry my podcast, and I will do what I can to get it on there. Again, thank you all so very much for listening. And as always, stay relentless. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 